0: And remember that at the beginning, it's exciting. It's fun. You're like, oh, I'm going to learn this language. I'm going to learn this instrument. It's going to be so fun. But then it quickly becomes boring and tedious and hard. And you're just like, oh, it's not worth it. It's totally worth it. You're only going to get results when you stay consistent. And it takes a long time sometimes. But what does it matter? Time is going to pass anyway. So you're either going to use that time to go towards your dreams and achieve something you want, or you're gonna look back two years later and wish you had started two years before. You are here for a reason, but navigating this human life can be challenging. How do you care for your body, mind, and spirit to make the most of your time here on earth? How can you harness your incredible human potential? In this podcast, we explore these questions and more to help you craft your best life yet. Welcome to I Am Human. The information on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not meant to replace careful evaluation and treatment. If you have concerns about your health or well-being, please consult a healthcare professional. Hello, humans. I am your host, Dr. Yami, and I am so happy to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you have not already, please rate and review my podcast and share it with anybody that you think would benefit from this information. So today, we're going to talk about creating a vision for your life. And what does it mean to be human? So to be human, it means to potentially float around aimlessly, just surviving, letting the wind carry you where it will. And it also means to craft a clear vision for your life and forge forward on a path of your own creation. So today we're going to talk about how to create a vision for your life and start to execute that vision one step at a time. And I'm recording this in January of 2024. I love the new year. I feel like it's a great time to reset, refocus, get clear on your vision. I also do this around the time of my birthday, but it's never a wrong time to do it. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you need that little push to move you forward, if you're feeling like you're wanting something new, you can do these exercises anytime. You could do them every quarter. You could do them once a month. It's never bad to do them if you are the type of person who wants to have a clear vision of your life and forge your own path. Not everybody wants to, not everybody has to. Like I said, to be human means to be in in potentially both ends of the spectrum. Sometimes there's times in our life where we don't feel like having goals and we just want to see what happens and just kind of mosey along and explore without really any purpose. And that's fine. But if you're at a time of your life where you want to get clear, you want to have certain results, then this is the episode for you. And I'm going to break it down into four steps. It's super fun. And like I said, you could do this at any time. But before we begin, I want to share with you some quotes that really helped me when I was creating this podcast. And initially, I used these exercises in a vision board workshop that I did live. At the studio here at Nourish Wellness in December of 2023. And it was so powerful and it felt so magical. And so I wanted to bring this to you. But let me share these quotes. The first two are from Brendan Burchard. When you have nothing to aim at, you have no reason to organize and master yourself. No goals, no growth, no clarity, no change. Let ambition swelling in your heart once more set your own course. And another one from him is have vision for your life. Your legacy takes shape as imagination becomes daily intention and action. So you take that imagination and you put it to action. You make it real. You take it out of your mind and you are making it real. Everything that is physical that we've created had to start in our imagination first. So think of even the most complex things. Like there is no way I would know how to build an iPhone. I'm so thankful that they exist, but I would not even know where to begin. It had to start in somebody's imagination. Then they started tinkering, trial and error, failure after failure after failure. And now we have, well, I think we're up to the 15 now, right? So everything that has been created had to start in the mind. So don't be intimidated by something that doesn't exist yet. You have to imagine it and you can make it exist which is perfect for the next quote from Albert Einstein. Imagination is more important than knowledge, for knowledge is limited, whereas imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. Isn't that so beautiful? And that is one of the aspects of being human. Believing that the impossible is possible. Believing that you have the ability to craft your life the way you want it. Don't let anybody tell you no. Don't let yourself tell you no, because that's usually the biggest block is your own self your own mind saying, no, it's not possible, or that's asking too much, or, you know, nobody's done that. That's unreasonable. It's not the right thing to do. It's not what I'm supposed to do. Do not let any of that stop you. I love that quote from Albert Einstein. Imagination embraces the entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. We just never know where the human imagination is going to take us. That's what's so exciting about it. All right, so let's get started on this four-step plan. So the first thing you need to do is to get clear on what you desire. I love getting daily emails from tut.com, T-U-T.com, totally unique thoughts. So it's T-U-T.com. You can sign up to get daily emails from the universe, which is great. I love this quote. Your dreams are yours for a reason, not the least of which to make them come true. So the first thing is you want to allow yourself to dream. You need to allow yourself to Put on paper what you truly desire, no holds barred, okay? Give yourself permission to pursue what you want. And I want you to ask yourself this. If you knew that you couldn't fail, if you knew that you could not fail, is 100% guaranteed that you are going to achieve this and anything is possible? Like I said, there is nothing that's not possible. What would you truly desire? And I mean it. I want you to go wild. You know, if if it's a desire that's been placed in your heart, I want you to put it down on paper. I don't care how ridiculous it sounds to you or to somebody else, put it down on paper. Because honestly, I really believe that there's almost nothing that's impossible. Every day we're like pushing the limits. Every day there's things that are happening that we thought could never, ever happen before. So- I want you after you reflect on these questions and maybe you write down these questions to pause the recording, set a timer for 15 minutes and journal. So I want you to think about these categories, health and fitness, relationships, family and friends, career contribution and service, financial, personal development and growth, spirituality, possessions and material items and travel and experiences. So these are the questions I want you to ask yourself when you're considering each one of these categories. What do you want to do and experience? What do you want to be and embody? What do you want to have and enjoy? And really, really try to separate yourself from the shoulds, okay? Don't be shooting all over yourself today because that's what stops us. If there is a desire in your heart and you're feeling like, okay, that's a big conflict with who I should be or what kind of role I'm supposed to have or what kind of job I'm supposed to have, what's the most honorable thing or what makes the most money, you're going to stop yourself from really being able to live out your true desires. So you have to put all of that aside and imagine There's nothing stopping you. There's nobody stopping you. There's no beliefs or ideologies. There is nothing that is keeping you trapped in a cage. You can do whatever you want in this lifetime. So given that, separating all of that, what do you want to do and experience? What do you want to be and embody? What do you want to have and enjoy? And then think about those categories, your health, your relationships, your career and your contribution, your financial life, your personal development and growth, your spirituality, material items, because it's okay to desire material things too. But I'll tell you that most people, they think that it's going to be a bunch of material things, but the material things are actually lower on the list. That's not really what people want the most. Even if you do, once you have that, what else are you going to want? What else do you want in this life? What do you want to experience? What countries do you want to go to? Who do you want to meet? Do you want to go to theme parks? Do you want to go to beaches? Do you want to have a little house A little cabin in the woods by yourself so you could just listen to the birds and the little creek as it flows by. What do you want? Not what does somebody else want for you? What do you truly desire? So I want you to pause this now, put 15 minutes on your timer and journal and think about those questions. What do you want to do and experience? What do you want to be and embody? What do you want to have and enjoy? Okay. So now that you've journaled on that, I hope that so much came out of you and you tried to hold nothing back. The second step is expressing gratitude. Gratitude is so important, but gratitude also gives us a lot of information. So especially in that first step, if you felt that it was difficult to really let go and allow yourself to dream, whether it's because you've been conditioned so strongly in this lifetime, or you start feeling guilt about what you desire, then let's tune into gratitude. So I want you to set a timer for five minutes for this exercise and create a list of 10 to 15 things that you are grateful for in your life. And I want you to reflect on why are you grateful for those things? What is it about them that you love? How do they make you feel? How do they make you feel in your body? What emotions do you get from them? And why, why, why are you grateful for that? And then I want you to determine, do you want more of that thing or are you ready to move on and get something different? It's totally fine to be grateful for something and be ready to move on. Life is about abundance. Life is about experiences. There is so much to experience in this lifetime on this planet, on this earth. So it's totally fine to be grateful for something that you've done and you've achieved. And it's totally fine to feel like, you know what? That chapter is over. It's time for me to move on. Or I love it and I want more, please. Those are both fine. So set a timer for five minutes. I want you to put at least 10 to 15 things that you're grateful for. Why are you grateful for them? Do you want more? Are you ready to move on? And then send that gratitude out to the universe. Send that thankfulness, that appreciation. Oh, I'm so happy I've had these things. I've experienced these things. I have these beautiful, wonderful people in my life that I love so much my pets, all of these things, send that out from your heart, your heart center, send it out to the universe. Okay. So now I want you to pause the recording and then take five minutes and do that exercise. Okay. So now the third step, which is one of my very favorites, is to create a bucket list. If you've never heard of a bucket list, that is a list of things you want to do, experience, have, embody, basically going back to that first step. You're gonna use that first step, what you journaled on, and create your bucket list. And I want you to create a list of at least 10 things you want to do, be, or have Before you kick the bucket. (laughs) So basically, before you die, what are the things you want to do? And I love doing this. In fact, my family and I, we all have bucket lists and every New Year's Eve, we go over a bucket list. We check off the things we did in the previous year. Sometimes we take things off because we decide we don't want to do that anymore. Often we add a bunch of things, which is amazing. It's amazing. That I get to see my children express their desires. And what's so cool about it is that sometimes they put things on their bucket list and I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. I want to do that too. And I also think of like, okay, how can I work towards helping them achieve what they want on their bucket list? Even if it's not something maybe I would put on my bucket list, what can I do to help them achieve? what's on their bucket list. Same thing for my husband. And so it's just a wonderful way to support each other. It's just so fun. It's just thinking about what are we gonna do with this precious life? What are the things we want to do? And to think of how we can help each other out. But most importantly, it just helps you focus. What are the things you really want to do, be, or have before you die? So, right now, I want you to pause the recording, set a timer for 10 minutes, and then make a list of at least 10 things you want to do, be, or have before you die. All right, great job. How are you feeling? I hope that you're really enjoying all these exercises. I love them. I could do them every single day, but we can't just dream, okay? We can't just make lists. We have to take action. So this is the part that's probably the most difficult for everybody is like, okay, we dream, we make these beautiful vision boards. We sit there and we fantasize about, you know, that house that you want. On the beach and walking on the beach every morning, but then you don't do anything about it. So the next step is that we need to create smart goals. Okay. So I've talked about smart goals before on the podcast, but I want to explain again what they are. So smart is an acronym that stands for different words and also helps you create. Goals in this way, because often people, when they create goals, they're just not effective goals. Okay. Because it doesn't help you do the thing. So what are smart goals? S stands for specific. M stands for measurable. A stands for actionable. R stands for realistic. Cause if that's very important and T stands for time based. So you want to create a goal that you can actually do, you can do the thing. And somebody can come up from the outside and measure it and say, did you do that thing? You can actually measure it in an objective fashion, specific enough so that you know exactly what you're doing. Realistic. I mean, we want to have big dreams, but when we set SMART goals, we want them to be something that's achievable. And you give yourself parameters in which to create, to do this goal. So let me tell you about goals or let me give you examples of goals that people usually make that are not effective. It's more like writing down your dreams and desires, but it doesn't translate into effectively doing something. So here's an example. I want to eat healthier, okay? That is not a goal. That is not a smart goal, actually. So specifically, we want to make smart goals. So I want to eat healthier is not a smart goal. I want to get in shape, not a smart goal. I want to grow professionally, not a smart goal. I wanna learn how to play the guitar, not a smart goal. I wanna learn a new language. So all of those are desires. So maybe those are things that you wrote down in that first step of things that you wanna do or be. So that's great. That's a good place to start. But then we have to make it something we can actually do. We have to give our brain instructions. So just imagine you're taking this desire and you have to tell somebody else how to do it. Like somebody that you've hired to do this goal for you, okay? Let's just imagine it that way. And you'd be like, okay, go eat healthier. You know, and that's not a specific instruction. Okay. So you need to, you as the commander in chief of your body and your mind, you need to tell your body exactly what to do. So let's start with the, I want to eat healthier this year. A smart goal example would be, I will eat one fruit or one vegetable at each meal five days per week. You see how that's very specific. It's measurable. Somebody could come look at your meal. Okay. Yeah. You have an apple check. At lunch, oh, yeah, you have some carrots, check. At dinner, looks like you have some kale, check. They can actually come from the outside and somebody could can objectively measure it, okay? It is actionable. It's something that you have to do. It is realistic. I think it's realistic. If that's not realistic for you, then decrease it to, I will eat one fruit for breakfast, three days a week. Maybe that's more realistic for you to get started. You are the only person that understands what's realistic for you. And remember that the most important part of all of this is consistency. So start where you think is realistic, and then you will adjust your SMART goal as you go and as you get stronger and better and more consistent. Does that make sense? Okay. So how about I want to get in shape? An example of a SMART goal goal would be I will walk for 30 minutes after lunch, five days per week. And actually, this is one of my SMART goals because I have seen all of the research and the evidence about how exercising even for two to five minutes after a meal can blunt that glucose spike. So I've decided that I wanna make it a practice to walk after lunch, which is my biggest meal. So I either do 2MAD or OMAD and I usually stop eating at 1 p.m. That's my current feeding regimen. And so my biggest meal is always my lunch. It's either my biggest meal or my only meal of the day. So I wanna make sure that I don't have a big blood sugar spike after that. So I walk after lunch and it's either outside or on the treadmill. Thankfully, I have a gym right next to my office I mean, yeah, I have a gym right next to my office, which has treadmills, or if it's a beautiful day, I go walk outside. So for me, it is 30 minutes after lunch, five days a week. But honestly, it's minimum of 15 minutes, 30 minutes ideally. So if I were to rewrite this SMART goal in a way that's realistic for myself, I will walk for 15 minutes after lunch, four days per week. That's the most realistic because one of those days is super hectic after lunch. And sometimes I have to go straight into a meeting. So you have to make it realistic for you. Okay, so how about I want to grow professionally? An example of a SMART goal will be, I will read a personal development book for 15 minutes at 8.30 p.m., six nights per week. So that is... Specific, measurable, actionable, realistic for somebody and time-based. You can make it however you want and whatever you think will help you grow professionally. It might be, I will go to a personal development conference once a year or twice a year, or I will attend the networking lunch twice a month. And you know, you say when that is the more specific you make your smart goals, the easier it is for your mind to follow those directions and do that thing. You want to just be very specific. You want to put a time to it. You want to be able to measure it. How about I will learn how to play guitar? So, an example of a smart goal will be I will practice guitar for 10 minutes after I wake up four days per week. I would actually love. To pick the guitar up again. I learned how to play guitar in high school and I have a guitar at home and I look at it every once in a while and I'm like, oh, it's waiting for me to pick it back up and learn again. But my brain is making it into this big deal. And really, it can just be 10 minutes a day and it doesn't have to be seven days a week. I usually recommend that you make a goal that's not seven days a week. You give yourself some wiggle room, <laughs> give yourself a little time to get adapted to the goal before you make it harder. Okay, and how about I want to learn a new language? An example of a smart goal will be, I will use the Duolingo app for five minutes after breakfast, six days per week. And I I took a lot of these things out of my own life because we are traveling to Japan summer of 2025 for a family trip. And actually all of us want to learn how to speak some Japanese and I haven't started yet. So this would be a very... Easy, achievable way to do it. The main thing is it has to be consistent. I can't try one day and then a month later and then two weeks later, whatever. It needs to be consistent. So this would be an example of a smart goal. So then once you've created a smart goal, I recommend you start with thre- no more than three. And really starting with one is fine. If you've never worked with smart goals, just start with one try it for a week or two and then add more, but definitely not more than three to start with. Then put it into your schedule. So say you did the one that you're going to read your personal development book. So As you're making your schedule, put it on there, 8.30, 8.30 to 8.45, read personal development book, okay? And always make sure you have one to read or that you've chosen one to read. When you finish one, choose your next one so you know what you're going to be reading. Put things into your schedule. That makes it even more likely to happen. The other thing that you can do is when you have your SMART goals is look at them every single day, write them down, make sure that they're in your consciousness. Don't put them away in a drawer and then forget about them. And then six months later, oh yeah, I wanted to do that, huh? No, you have to keep it in the forefront of your mind because we're busy humans. We have so much going on. You have to remind yourself about them. And then problem solve and tweak as needed, but find a way to stay consistent. Say that you decided that you were gonna do something after breakfast, but then you realize that after breakfast it's hectic and you have to take the kids to school. Find a different time, rewrite your SMART goal, and then try that. Don't just give up. It's all about life editing. How can you make these things work so that you can achieve these dreams and desires because you are totally capable of it. You just have to put it into your system, your life system. And remember that at the beginning, it's exciting. It's fun. You're like, oh, I'm going to learn this language. I'm going to learn this instrument. It's going to be so fun. But then it quickly becomes boring and tedious and hard. And you're just like, oh, it's not worth it. It's totally worth it. You're only going to get results when you stay consistent. And it takes a long time sometimes, but what does it matter? Time is going to pass anyway. So you're either going to use that time to go towards your dreams and achieve something you want, or you're going to look back two years later and wish you had started two years before. So remember, time is going to pass anyway. You might as well use that time to work towards something you want, something you desire, because you deserve it and you can own it. Okay, what else can you do with this information? I've mentioned it a couple of times, but you can make a vision board. I love having vision boards. You can put it on your iPad, on your phone, on your computer desktop, where you can see it on your wall in your bathroom. So take images of these desires of these things that you want and put them up so that you can see them. That also, in addition to reviewing your SMART goals, is going to help remind you of these things that you're wanting to pursue. And then you can create affirmations. Sometimes we have such disbelief that we can, or that we're capable of achieving something that we need to create affirmations to start putting it into our subconscious that we can achieve something. So an affirmation would be a sentence written in the present tense of something you already have. So it could be something like, I am a healthy fit person. And obviously that's not the same thing as a smart goal. It's not going to make it actionable, but it can help you start to believe that you are already embodying that lifestyle, the way of life that you want to be. And so that can help you as well. If you're having that problem, if you're having that limiting belief that you can't do something. Okay, that's it. So those are the four steps. You get clear on what you desire, express gratitude for what you already have, create your bucket list, create three SMART goals. So hopefully you have been able to write down some SMART goals, but if not, as soon as we're done here, you can go ahead and create your SMART goals, write them down, put them where you can see them and start taking action on them. I hope this was helpful and that you are ready to clarify your vision and start taking steps towards your dream. Remember, a dream without a goal is just a wish. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are ready to make your dream reality, to manifest it, to see it come to shape, to see it come to life in front of you, you have to take action. So dream first, dream often, but then create those goals and execute them one day at a time. Thank you so much for listening. It was such a pleasure to be here with you today. And I hope that this is so helpful. If so, please let me know. Give us feedback. Podcast at dryami.com. I appreciate you so much. My name is Yami and I am human. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Am Human. I would be so honored if you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. We love our listeners and take your feedback seriously. If you have questions or constructive feedback, you can email us at podcast at dryami.com. That's podcast at d-o-c-t-o-r-y-a-m-i.com. I I am your host, Dr. Yami Casorla-Lancaster. I Am Human is produced by myself and Alejandra Parra. Graphics designed by Alejandra Parra. Music by Angela Sof with Glowbox Productions and edited by the Castos production team. Remember, human, you are here for a reason. Have fun, explore, and live your life to the fullest.